Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Explorers, welcome back to the Starfield Lorecast. This is your host, Tom, or Robots. I'm here with my good buddy, Dave. We are your co-pilots for this adventure. And today, we are taking you on a journey into uh, some pirate waters. I guess you could call it that. Dave, how do you feel about pirates? I feel really good about pirates. I love pirates. I feel like that, you know, we got so many pirates with the Caribbean movies that it oversaturated the market. Nah, nah, we didn't oversaturate that market. <laughs> We're still going strong. Let me get Sid Mears pirates out here. AC Black Flag. Let's get some like yeah. pirate juices flowing. I want to be a pirate. Classics. Absolutely. Absolutely. So wait, are you going to do a pirate playthrough of Starfield? That's the first thing I'm doing. I am pirate. I am a, I am bad, but I'm not like, <laughs> I'm going to kill everybody. I'm a little killer. Look at me. No, I'm going to be like, all right, I'm going to steal all that stuff from you. Like, this is just, I'm a pirate man. I want to steal everything from everyone. What's your pirate name? Um, my pirate name? I mean, it's got to be Davy Spaceman. Davy Spaceman. So this is Captain Davy Spaceman we have on the show today. Yep. And mm-hmm. uh, we've got you for some, uh, some for an interview. I'd like to interview you, Captain Captain Davy Spaceman. Captain uh, Davy Spaceman. Davy yes. Spaceman. Uh, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you for not mm-hmm. uh, killing us and stealing all of our stuff during this uh, interview. You know, you've passed you've passed the parlay. So I, I've honored those accords. Mm-hmm. Those are in the Space Pirates um, logbook. We're feeling pretty good about that. All right. Well, th- thank you for being here with us. Would you mind answering some questions we have about the Crimson Fleet? <laughs> yes. Yes, I, I indeed. Awesome. Indeed. Awesome. Pirates so very formal. Uh, so I hear the Crimson Fleet is kind of this loose uh, confederation of captains. How does that work? Yeah. Uh, so the Crimson Fleet themselves is a confederation uh, of captains based under a single banner. Uh, they've kind of chosen the uh, Jolly Roger, like the classic uh, skull motif, and have used that as their flag of sorts. Yeah, but it's it's uh, I've seen it. It's updated. It doesn't look just like uh, you would see in pirate ships in the 1700s or something. No, it looks more like what you would see in like a a, a hidden level in Pong. Like it's it's kind of a vector in design, I would say. Uh, okay. But the, the Crimson Fleet to me is 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 very interesting in in its motivations. So it's not just like oh we're a bunch of pirates we're out to steal for ourselves. It's like they are a, a faction. They have goals. They have um, ideas. It seems, um, and mm-hmm. and all of it stems from the colony wars. And as we go through, and we've gone through each of these episodes, um, you know, stepping out of my role as Captain Davy Spaceman. Um, <laughs> Welcome back. Welcome back, Dave Chaffins. 
here I am. To the show. Um, as we've gone through each of these episodes of kind of exploring locations, it's all kind of been about the fallout of the colony wars. Um, right. We don't have a lot of information on what the colony wars were, per se. Right. We just know that it was there was a war. It happened in the stars. It was a star war. That's it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So this is going to be one of those things that we will uncover once the game actually comes out and we can dive a little bit more into what exactly the Colony Wars was. I have a feeling it's going to be very similar to the Great War in Fallout. And there's going to be all these different opinions about why it happened and who caused it and what actually resulted from it. But that's the point that we're at in the game in the current timeline is that we have these five main factions and the Crimson Fleet is one of them. Now, I hear now. Welcome back to the show, Captain Davey. Um, I hear once if you join the fleets, you can't just leave the fleet on your own right. accord, right? That doesn't work that way. Right. Pretty much once you join as um, being a captain and all, you will have to be killed. Um, th- th- that is... If you decide to leave, you're, you're, you're not just you don't just join and get killed. If you decide to leave, oh, you oh, get pardon killed. me. Even the thought of you of you talking about that. I ah, was like, well, now we have to kill you. I um, see. I see. So everyone is just trained to just jump on that right away. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's uh, central training in the uh, Crimson Fleet. Uh, you will have to be killed effectively if you leave the Crimson Fleet. There is no um, that application is pretty much uh, blank. When you come to me and you give me your letter of resignation, I'm going to give you a um, space laser of resignation through, through the head. OK, got it. Yes. Got it. Uh, so I'm not signing up yet, but I might still decide to sign up. So I'll let yep. you know. I'll figure out if that's something I want to do now. Um, speaking about being part of the Crimson Fleet, it seems like there's a number of different systems that the Crimson Fleet operates in. Are you able to share that information with us? Or is <laughs> am, that secret? I'm incredibly in this once in a lifetime opportunity. I am incredibly uh, privileged to share that information. Uh, mainly, we are uh, we are located out of the uh, Crix system. Uh, we've taken over an old United Colonies base, uh, but we are in multiple systems, including the Sagan, Cheyenne, Lunara, Narian. Um, you know, we're even we're, we're heading around Aquila City some just. Uh, Go check it out if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you have a, a little bit of a presence everywhere, but these are different captains probably in these different locations right. that kind of have their own things going on. Because right. again, it's a loose confederacy of these captains working together, which reminds me of like the Pirates of the Caribbean movies and how like all the captains are themselves, but they'll get back together to make decisions sometimes are, but then they're right. all doing their own things. You know, we unspokenly, we just say, yo, we have different uh, yo-ho-hos and different area coco codes. <laughs> that was a multi-level joke. Um, was. I like that. Uh, okay. So what is, why become a pirate? What do we know or what do you know about why you signed up or why other pirates tend to sign up with the Crimson Fleet? As opposed to just, you know, working in the system. Why not? Why not be a part of I mean, the Freestar Collective, they kind of let you do your own things like why not be part of them? Yeah, uh, effectively, we exist in our own world. Um, uh, There are no laws to the the crimson uh, fleet i keep on wanting to call them the crimson raiders but that's borderlands and i'm like really trying to yeah that's different make demarc that um Mm -hmm. within the crimson fleet uh there are no laws 
the only thing that you have is the um uh i guess the hierarchy of captains and then our leader um which i cannot tell you that name because it's classified and also i don't know but it's also very classified yeah, don't know uh, for sure is got it at this moment got it okay all right interesting um so as pirates are you are you looking for mostly like plunder are you is this like a financial endeavor primarily are you actually See, that's what, that's taking over of, places are you conquesting that's what a lot of outsiders think is um that, that we're strictly motivated by um our conquest but here's the thing it's not it's not a conquest we're just taking what is actually ours um because we own the galaxy um <laughs> okay all right it, it is it is well known in the crimson fleet that um we own everything uh everything is rightfully ours mm-hmm. um the united colonies and the free star collective are a bunch of uh posers who suck and <laughs> those they don't some, have any those harsh they just words made up the rules there's just a bunch of made up rules for them a, a, an immense amount of made up rules that like who even cares what you're doing oh you say that you have control of this and you can't trade this and you can't no uh, no no we're not going to do that <laughs> okay got it got it so you you come up against um let's say the cis death or the vanguard groups pretty commonly mm. like they're i mean from your perspective i would assume that they're getting in your business yeah these united colonies assholes um are, pr- are pretty much uh the, the, one of the most terrible factions that um we deal with um that's why we occupy one of their old bases uh which we have definitely not vandalized entirely um with all of their different propaganda mm-hmm. that they put in there i see so the system uh, the system defense force that's part of the colonies uh mm-hmm. is not really in your eyes is not really more as much about defense as holding on to the things that they already stole from you because everything should be everybody's Right. Um, effectively, they are a bunch of Pinkertons um, that they have somehow paid to protect the planets that they, I guess, own. They probably subjugate all of the populations, and that's why we're there to, um, to, to pretty much take what's ours because they cannot subjugate us. So would you consider yourself like a freedom force? Um, No. Or just more just... like libertarians? Uh, you know, libertarians is a strong word um, for for the Crimson Fleet. Now, if I could get into theory of Crimson Fleet, I, I think that there is some motivations there for a not necessarily a libertarian or we're going to free you, but more of like we exist outside of the system. Um, you all seem to ignore us and not help us any. So we're going to take what we want. Um you look at um, stepping outside of space captain Dave here for a second. If you look at the Raiders from uh, fallout 76, mm-hmm. um, their origin stories of like, Hey, there was in this like, you know, great war. There were these Raiders that lived up in the Hill. They got stranded because it was a ski resort and there was this like massive nuclear blast. And so all the resources were given into the people that actually lived in the area, as opposed to the rich people that, that were at, trapped at the ski resort so what did the rich people at the trapped ski resort do they went down and they started stealing from other folks like it was out of it's out of a necessity uh, and i feel like that that's kind of the same for for the crimson fleet it's like hey why do you get to decide who gets what why do you get to decide what's yours and what's not right you know yeah 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 so like we, we want our piece of the pie too and we're going to take it by force if we have to right exactly yes. yeah 
Okay. So um, welcome back, Dave, to the show. Uh, that was uh, thank you for joining us, Captain Davey. Uh, Dave, uh, I've noticed some of the some of the graphics that have come out about the Crimson Fleet. They appear to have like kind of this hodgepodged together look for their ships and like their gear. Yeah, it, it, it's a lot more uh, ramshackled in its design. Um, if you think about, I know that you're a big fan of the Expanse. Um, these are the most like Expanse-like outfits um, that pretty much exist in the game. Uh, if you think about, um, there's a, a faction of people called the Belters. I don't know why I'm explaining this to you, but just background for folks. Faction of sure. people called the Belters that, uh, that live out in the asteroids, and they are, are deprived. Um, they don't have a lot of resources because they're just kind of like, hanging out in an asteroid belt and there's not much there to get other than uh doing some mining here and there um so a lot of their outfits and stuff are just like whatever they can piece together uh the crimson fleet looks a lot like that and then a lot of their higher ups uh wear skulls on their mask um because they just love call of duty ghosts <laughs> that's that's the reason it has nothing to do with you know the skull imagery of the jolly roger pirates that too. scaring that their too. enemies uh in kind of a captain blackbeard sort of way like there's rumors of like real world rumors that captain blackbeard would put like fire in his beard and when he would board ships he would like come on board with like multiple pistols all strapped to his body one in each hand and a beard on fire so people thought he was absolutely insane or possessed by ghosts or something right and it was a scare tactic in order to get people to cooperate without actually having to kill anyone although he right. was willing to do that as well um speaking of ghosts there's a there seems to be a theme with the names of their ships yeah, the, there is a theme, and this is something that I haven't talked about before because I just found out this, like, kind of pieced together this information of um, ship names. Um, it seems like that the uh, Crimson Fleet are theming their ships and, and the names of their ships after um, ghosts or, like, supernatural things. Um, so, like, their low-level ship is called a ghost, and then their, like, mid-level ship is called a haunter. Uh, I think for the UC, it's, like... Um, different animals like a jackal i think is one of them and then um for, uh eclipse which we haven't really talked about yet they use blade names so like stiletto and and claymore and such for their dinner ship. so it seems dinner like knife dinner knife you that's know. like that's the wimpiest of the ships right yeah that's your low but, level butter level. knife i there guess butter a, knife would be the wimpiest of the ships there goes a flying <laughs> spork in the air um, <laughs> dull spork is that's right. what that's what they give you when you first sign up the, the the interesting thing i think is this like spooky like you know undead version of of the space pirates like there's like some allusions there to the ghost pirate you know phenomenon that's in like almost every single fictional pirate story ever yeah there's always some ghost or something this connection to death and uh the skeletons and, and those kinds of things too um so i think that's really cool it actually makes me even more interested to get into you know a playthrough where i join up and and see what that's all about it seems like that there's even footage of you like fighting the ghost but also there's footage of you flying one of the ghosts so like like any ship in starfield you can get in there and and steal mm -hmm. you can steal somebody's ghost mm-hmm Okay. I wish I could do that in real life. If somebody had a ghost and then I just stole it. <laughs> ghost thief. Ghost thief. That's the that's a great name for a band. Yeah, or that's a thief. great name for a band. Oh, that's a little bit ghost hard thief. to say. Ghost stealer. Ghost robber. The ghost robbers. Um, 
Okay. Well, that was a fun tangent. Uh, so what else do we need to know about like interacting as the player with characters from the Crimson Fleet? Um, so one of the interesting things that they brought up that um, you can actually join the Crimson Fleet, it seems. But in interviews, mm-hmm. they talked about joining them for real or just joining them as like an undercover operative for the UC, uh, which I think is interesting because oftentimes we don't get the experience of those uh, bad karma factions, I would say, if unless you're in that playthrough. Uh, yeah. And like, yeah. So you're saying you can actually infiltrate them without ever having to full up sign up with them. Seemingly. Yeah. You essentially lie to them much like in, um, like uh, I'm a powder ganger in, uh, new Vegas. Like, Hey, I'm wearing the powder ganger stuff. Yeah. I'm supposed to be here. And you kind of get in that way. Right. Uh, Or like, um, in Knights of the Old Republic when you're like, Oh yeah, I love being a Jedi, but it has lie and little parentheses (laughs) beside it. (laughs) Right. That kind of, that kind of option, which I think is great because sometimes you just like miss out on some really cool quests and some like, like powder gangers or like the brotherhood and and fallout four, unless you sign up and you actually join the brotherhood, you don't actually get any of that storyline. Right. And and navigating the, you know, navigating your own choices of like what stuff is like, you kind of have to read guides in order to figure that out of like, okay, I got to do this quest first. And then I got to go to this faction, do this quest. And then if I align these pieces correctly, then I can get the outcome that I want and get elder Maxon's code all in the same, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All in the same go. So it, it seems like that you're, you're able to, finagle your way in um, under false or uh, true pretenses. Right. So there was a, some other stuff in the trailer that was revealed too. Oh, yeah. The, um, so obviously the Crimson Fleet are going to be an enemy, a common enemy type, much like uh, raiders, you know, would be or um, bandits. Like you're going to have this like the thief type and the, the Crimson Fleet. I keep on saying Crimson Raiders because of raiders and fallout <laughs> and how much they're like <laughs> Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. There's all sorts of different ways of using crimson, but uh, only one of them includes fleet, which has to do with Starfield. That's true. Um, so one of the things I thought was interesting was it, it actually shows this uh, uh, this character that's from Constellation that comes out that's asking you about the alien artifact that you effectively encounter when you're a you know just starting out, and he's from Constellation, and he's like, "Hey, this is cool." let's go back to new atlantis and we can go meet the other members of that but then in the middle of him talking to you you're interrupted by the crimson fleet the crimson fleet comes out and they start like shooting up everything so that leads me to believe is that like a random occurrence like oh no now we gotta go deal with this thing or is the crimson fleet trying to do something with that you know are they invested in what's going on with it the alien artifacts yeah or is that even a story beat like that's that happens every time exactly at that moment in that way and right that then introduces you to who they are and then maybe maybe you even get captured and you're given the option to join them or whatever right like we don't right. know we don't know yet exactly where the story goes on um so that's cool um yeah i'm interested in and in seeing more about the crimson fleet of all of the factions i think that's the one i'm most curious about 
Mm-hmm. I think the rest of them are all going to have their own fun little secrets and, and bits of information and characters and lore and stuff to dig into. But I think the Crimson Fleet probably could have a lot of really cool stuff, especially because there's all these different captains. They're spread across the, the galaxy in all these different locations. Um, it might be very easy to just see them as common enemies that you just shoot in order to get from one place to another or take all the stuff from one place. But actually getting in there either covertly or signing up with them it's probably going to reveal a lot more about what's actually going on. Right. And if you look up, um, I mean, even old like uh, Westerns from the like early 1900s and that kind of stuff, a lot of the bandit characters were ex United States Confederacy generals or, you know, captains or whatever. Or, they, or sheriffs in town and then, then became bandits and then went back to being sheriffs in a different town because they were pretending nothing ever happened. Yeah. Right. So it's not like they're like, I've always been bad and I've been out to be bad since the day I was born. It's like no, a lot of the initial people for these Crimson Raiders were veterans from a war that, you know, they I'm assuming that they feel wronged at some point and don't want to be a part of whatever became of the you know yeah the are, oh are we gonna get like brown coat stuff from like Star or firefly i mean maybe yeah I mean, like because i mean that's kind of mal's whole thing right is that he came out on the wrong end of the the previous set of wars right and is now basically an outlaw so that that, that could be one of the options like it, if i'm looking into the future and seeing like what that could like they have to base they have to ground that faction somehow like they have to make them so that they're not just like you know we're the sith we want to exercise lightning on everyone G- like, generic bad guys right with just exactly. uh, we're going to take over the universe yeah nothing not just that yeah so anything right. else we need to pay attention to or we should know about about the crimson fleet before we move on because we've got some other cool stuff in this episode I feel pretty I feel pretty uh, docked, you know, on this. I, I think that our ships come to port for the Crimson Fleet for now. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we're going to get to uh, the Great Serpent. This is something that I haven't seen a whole lot of discussion about. And then a little bit of information about the Red Mile. But before that, just a reminder, we we currently don't have a Patreon. There are no other ways to support the show other than by listening or leaving us reviews and rating the show on places like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you decide to leave us a five-star rating on a future episode, we'll read out your your review on that episode. So thank you to those of you who take the time to support the show and help us get this thing going because it's still... We've been doing this for a few years on and off, but the game hasn't come out yet. And so it still feels like it's in, in its infancy and all of the positivity and sharing all absolutely is important to making sure your content succeeds on the internet, so we appreciate the help. All right, let's talk about the uh, the Great Serpent. We're we're getting into like this is religious territory, which is interesting. I mean, they they mentioned one of the characters is a theologian, and so religion right. is going to play into this. But this seems like a new faith that has kind of sprung up. Yeah, th- there's not a lot of information on the Great Serpent faith. Uh, th- in the trailer, they say the Great Serpent hungers, all heathens shall be made dust in time, um, which, you know, all heathens dust in time, t- you know, technically, we're all just a bunch of stardust collected. Yeah, but it also sounds very confrontational. Like, it's not, this does right. not feel like a religion of peace. This feels right. like a religion of our way or the highway or dust in space way. Yes. They mentioned them as a faction that's kind of in that unsettled systems, uncharted systems that um, uh, would exist out in that area. But there is something that we can kind of infer from 
this religion itself under the serpents embrace trait that, that your player seems to be, you know, you can choose as one of the things that you can have um, that essentially gives you a boost when you grab jump your ship. Mm hmm. So if that's like, oh, I believe in this religion and therefore I get a, a boost in, in grav jumping my ship, I wonder if that means that this is like a nomadic tribe. Like this is like traveling constantly yeah. going and, and traveling and, and, and jumping from place to place. Like it is not a a place with a, a unique location. They're just like a faith of ships that just, you know, travel the universe like um right yeah and there's that that also is another sci-fi thing that comes up so here's here's another perspective on that what if it has something to do with gravity i mean we're using grav drives so maybe the serpent has something to do with gravity i mean that could be one of those you know the the, instead of being smote i guess you could be decompressed or compressed <laughs> okay. by gravity. All right. All right. Well, uh, so uh, some other thoughts on this. Um, the great serpent in our own world, in many ancient faiths, there is serpent imagery. This is all over the place. Uh, serpents also had been described in many different ancient faiths to explain things like comets or meteors. Uh, things in space or things uh, appearing in the sky that have long tails. Those were described also as serpents. And there is some, uh, I don't know, assumptions or at least maybe some hopes that some people have that all of that actually relates to potentially an impact that caused the ending of the last ice age like 13,000 years ago. And so maybe these are all echoes of humans telling stories about the warnings of seeing serpents in space causing... I said echo again and now my Alexa's talking to me. Echo, turn off! Um, so man, that's so annoying. Uh, but this idea that like that had something to do with a comet falling to earth, which caused a bunch of destruction and death. And so the, the serpent is a warning and even some face would worship the serpent in order to stave off catastrophe and death and all of those kinds of things. This may be echoes of that. And if this is echoes of that, there may be some sort of connection to, the earth getting hit by a comet or some sort of space object which causes some of the imagery that we've seen where it looks like the earth is in really bad in a really bad situation right the, if even if you go back and look at the initial trailer that they showed there's um i talked about it in like a previous episode but i mean that could be from years ago now um i've talked about a sticker that shows a serpent that is like coiling around the earth and comes yeah. up and it looks like spotted in fallout 76 that is a um its own faction and thing but they've repurposed that artwork for that sticker in the game with some minor changes so i'm curious if that is also related. symbolic yeah of, of yeah. the earth being attacked by a serpent some right. sort of object in space that that crashed and then caused like a nuclear winter and also maybe caused more people to leave the planet Earth and settle other places, which may have connected into the wars that occurred while evacuating the planet and the claiming of land and space and all of the things. So maybe this all connects. And then because of that, some people worship the serpents and see that as 
a higher power, something that was causing this, that wanted people to leave the planet and go settle other places or something. However, they're going to interpret that. I guess we'll have to find out. I think that's a good theory. I, th- I think that the, con- you know, connecting that up of like, oh, you know, what does what effect does this have on spacefaring humans? And like, why is this a religion? I think are, are right. really good questions to ask. Right. Well, if you have and like this, this is real world stuff. You have some sort of huge tragic event. And almost every time we do that, that affects people's faith. They change in some way. Their belief system changes. You can't go through some catastrophe without your belief system being affected. That's just natural human nature. So it makes sense Mm -hmm. that a new religion would form out of such a catastrophic event. So just my take on it. Um, Anything else we know about the Great Serpent? Um, Not that much. Um, They seem kind of like green. (laughs) <laughs> green like, green's their color green is their color cool all right yes some snakes are green that makes sense uh i wonder if it was like a green comet hmm. good man all right but, a really green tail yeah has, has a green tail maybe maybe so um all right so then there's the red mile we've only got a little bit of information about the red mile this is a location that we saw in the direct it's, we've seen some footage of it in other places too what do we know about the red mile I think people's interest is really peaked in that because it's like, hey, like here's like a slice, like this this feels like a slice, you know, like, oh, welcome to you know a settlement from like like welcome to Republic of Dave, like what is the Republic of Dave, and it's it ends up being a fairly you know simple thing, not like too complex because it's just a location and i feel like the red mile is one of those places like a a a space station that seems like that um and on the computers in there they're all playing uh like blackjack on the computers Um, Mm -hmm. so it seems like that there's some gambling involved uh but from all the purposes of like the the station planets on it seems like that the red mile might be some sort of like physical endurance test that that people have to do they're doing some sort of race there and the the letters are the font looks almost like um like russian script even though it's english words um so yeah gambling uh it's almost like going to the dog tracks or something like that but Mm -hmm. maybe people are actually doing the race and maybe the race isn't just running it's some other thing maybe it's some like grab vehicles or something i don't know maybe maybe it's like how long you know can you the gravity is so much that everybody just has to crawl because they can't lift themselves up (laughs) into the air it's goku on that weird little planet training and with all the weight (laughs) on him Although, excuse me, that's the hyperbolic time chamber that he can. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought he went to a planet too, where, the, where when he died, uh, he, he to, was on like a he little has to planet. Train, uh, the, wasn't he? This is the Dragon Ball Z. Dude, it has been there. 20 some years since I've thought about that episode of Dragon Ball or that series of episodes. I guess it was a few. Um, but maybe, maybe there's something related to I gravity. Mean, maybe that's related to the great, you know, the great serpent. You got the red mile, you know, because he got the Shinron and, and such, you know. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's all. Green Maybe and there's red. Some balls you collect. Christmas. Could be. Yeah, I don't know about that. All right. Well, that's that's all, I guess all we know about the red mile so far. Um, man, there's something else that crossed my mind, but it, it it's not coming to me. Uh, DMN Wizard in chat says, "What if Starfield's world is the Fallout world?" I'm absolutely sure that lots of people are going to put that out there. Like Rob the Princess agrees, that's mm-hmm. uh, going to become a big fan theory. But I also know, having done shows about Bethesda games for a long time, that 
uh, they're going to totally deny it. They're going to be like, no, it's its own thing. And they're and, and I can predict right now that we will find Easter eggs and hints from both Fallout and Elder Scrolls in Starfield. And then people are going to be like, like the Nern route showing up on the the ship, the Brotherhood ship, the Predwin. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are going to be like, oh, it's clear. It's clear evidence that these two worlds are connected. But then the developers are going to are going to go, guys, it doesn't make sense. There's so many more ways that this doesn't make sense that this this is connected than it does. These are just fun little Easter eggs. Um, so I, I, I like the idea. Here's here's an idea that I'll throw out for you. I think it's more likely that, that you're going to be able to figure out if it's in the Elder Scrolls universe or not, because if you go to like the edges of space, you'd be able to be like, oh, yeah, that's the. That's the the astronach like uh, astrological sign. You know the astrological sign. Oh, you we're get, gonna be able like, to. Those are the stars. The stars. And then you get you know some captain that's out there like in the edge of space. It's the Uriel Septon. It's like I've seen my fate in the stars, and yeah, yeah, he's looking out. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's the whole Coda thing in Elder Scrolls that like they actually go into the stars, and that does happen. But maybe who knows? Maybe we'll find like an Elder Scrolls planet out in the galaxy somewhere. It's, it's just like it, it's like after it, you know it's already ended. It's like whatever race has has conquered the other ones. Right. It's, it's like, all just Thalmor. Just... It's all just Thalmor at the end. It's yeah. called Nern. You scan it, and it's like it's like these beings have pointy ears and are extremely stuck up. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, or like right. that, that's like an ancient thing. Like, oh, in the ancient times, we had these cats that would ride around on other cats, and they would use their claws to claw each other, and then they worshipped the moon. Mm-hmm. There's like you know, like cave paintings of them. Yeah, yeah. I hope we find a planet that's like turtles on top of turtles on top of turtles all the way down. Ah, uh, yeah, that's I, another I, fun I, reference. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. I hope you guys are enjoying the show. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here for the live chat. Uh, this We do this usually around 3.30, 4 o'clock on Thursday afternoons Eastern time. So if you'd like to join us on the Robots Radio Twitch channel, then feel free to. We, we love all the conversation and the stuff that pops up while we do these. And uh, Dave and I are extremely excited. And we're going to we're going to dive into some other more speculative things on upcoming episodes. See what you know, share some of the things that the community out there has dug up. And uh, I hope you're excited for that as well. Yeah. Speculations abound. You know, we're not I doubt we're getting very much more Starfield information. So we got to dig what we can and bring you just the gems of the gems. You know what I mean? Gems of the gems. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. You got anything else you want to share before we wrap this up, Dave? Uh, I do my uh, tabletop role-playing game, uh, Fallout uh, podcast, Rad Rolls. It comes out um, every Friday. You get new episodes of that. Uh, we're on a current kick where um, a, uh, a giant uh, nuclear crawdad the size of Godzilla has an oil tanker put on his back. And the remnants of the Brotherhood of Steel have taken it over. And it's our crew's job to get rid of it. Blow it up or convince everybody to go home. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Go check that out. Uh, you can also check out my shows. I do the Fallout Lorecast, the Elder Scrolls Lorecast, the Lord of the Rings Lorecast, and a bunch of other Lorecasts. Uh, all of that stuff at robotsradio.net. Thank you for being here, everybody. And we will see you next time. Until then, stay safe out there in that crazy galaxy and look out for those Crimson Fleet uh, friends of ours. Bye, everybody.
We hope that you enjoyed this show. Did you know that parodies are copyright protected? Tell a friend and review on iTunes or other services. Dave and Tom, excited for Starfield. Let's all speculate and wear no shoes. Why aren't we wearing any shoes? Because shoes rhymes with iTunes, and that's the best I could think of. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.